0: Hey there, and welcome to Industry Town, presented by John Rosenfeld Studios. Today's guest is our first return guest, the one and only Lindsay Chambers. Happy birthday, Lindsay, is back to talk about all things award shows leading up to the Oscars. We start by hitting a couple of the movies from 2019 that neither of us had seen when we did our podcast last year, and then we get into it. We talk about what happened at the Golden Globes, the SAG Awards, the Guild Awards, what we think of those shows, which isn't always the nicest, and then we get into the Oscars. We talk about the awards, what we're expecting, and also, like, how we'd make that show better. And then we end with my personal favorite, which is I found some live uh, betting odds for the Oscars. Actual gambling. So, if you want to listen to that, you might be able to figure out how to make some money. Maybe create your own Uncut Gems style parlay. So that could be really fun. Also, don't forget, the first ever Industry Town Oscar contest is happening right now, and it is free to play. All you gotta do is fill out a ballot for the Oscars. Email it to industrytownpodcast at gmail.com. And then you are uh, open to winning a ton of prizes. We have over a $1,000 worth of stuff. We got John Rosenfeld Studios giving stuff. We've got Headshot Truck, Horrible Haikus. So, yeah, fill out a ballot, send it to us, and I hope that you win. Last but not least, I want to congratulate our presenting sponsor, John Rosenfeld Studios, on their 10th anniversary, February 2nd, Super Bowl Sunday. It's the 10th anniversary of the studio. That's an incredible achievement. So, congratulations to John and And thank you to the studio for supporting this show. And uh, that's it. Enough of the schmontzy stuff. Let's get to Lindsay.
1: Lock it up. Very quiet and stealthy. Ready? Scene one, take three, A Mark.
0: Welcome to Industry Town. Welcome back, Daisy Chambers. Wow. I'm so happy to be back. The first two time guest in the wow. history of the show. An honor. So, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. So, today we are going to talk about movies. Mm-hmm. We're going to kind of clean up a little bit of our discussion of the movies of 2019. I stand by my opinion that this is the best movie year in a while that I can remember. It's
1: been good. Yeah.
0: Real, real <laughs> strong. Real deep bench, too. Uh, and then we're going to do some awards talk. We're like, mm-hmm. Right in the middle of awards season, this episode is going to come out right before the Oscars, so we're it's about a week in it. We're going to happen but we're going to talk about what's happened up to now with the Golden Globes, the SAG Awards, a couple of the Guild Awards, and then actually talk about the Oscars a little bit in the lead up to the big Oscar contest.
1: Woo! Get in there,
0: yeah, right. <laughs> submit, submit. Um, that sounds like you must submit. I mean, like submit an <laughs> yeah. application. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so tell me, you know, when we finished this, we did our. T- top five of the of 2019 we both had some big ones that we hadn't seen yet some hadn't even come out yet so Lindsay, kicking it to you first what's a movie that wasn't on your list that uh is now somewhere on there
1: uh little women little women i really loved it's so good i'm uh shout out to my thursday night teens we are working on it in class because i love it that much um no i just thought it was uh I, I do think it's a shame Greta Gerwig wasn't nominated, and we'll, I'm sure, get into all of that. But um, it's just beautiful, and I i had no connection to the story. I, I never read it. I don't know if... if
0: I had no connection to it either. I hadn't yeah. seen the Winona Ryder Susan no, Sarandon I movie. I hadn't read it.
1: Um, so it was just a really wonderful... Uh, yeah, uh, I, I thought her choices were so good, and the whole cast was really strong, and um, yeah, loved every minute of it.
0: Yeah, I thought that movie was... I guess I didn't quite know what to expect. Yeah. I was excited because it's a bunch of people that I love telling a story that the world clearly has, clearly, has responded yeah. to. <laughs> but I also I think whenever I see anything period that I don't have an exp- uh, history with, mm-hmm. I always worry it's going to be a little uh, cold and stodgy to me. Sure. And I thought this movie was vital. Yeah. I thought it was warm. I thought that it was full of like uh, vitality. Just like people running and big crowd scenes and people touching and dancing and moving and colors and all. Yeah. And then Greta Gerwig doing all that jump cutting. It oh, all of a sudden made amazing. it feel like a modern it, story.
1: And even the, the performances felt very modern. And And you see their, I mean, to use like JRS terms, their thoughts feel very modern. They feel like people you know. And I even, I was reading about um, the, the choice that they made, you know, usually in that period movies, you see ringlets that are like really tight and like, you know, the, yeah. <laughs> the ones that hang down and they chose, they didn't use um, hairspray. At all on set because they're like, that makes it inaccessible because it's so, yeah, like you said, cold and stodgy and firm and a different time. And um, I think, I don't know, there was just clearly a lot of thought put into every frame.
0: I also feel like they cast actors who feel hopelessly modern to Mm -hmm. me and they pulled it off. But Timothy Chalamet does not strike me as someone who's not from. The, you know 21st century
1: yeah for Long Island or whatever yeah. exactly
0: I mean that seems like a modern dude to me having yeah. very modern dude thoughts mm-hmm. Florence Pugh you it just feels like a 21 year old that you'd just run into in yeah. well, I guess London and not uh LA but <laughs> these people feel vital to me yeah. I loved it I heard Greta Gerwig talk about how when she reads that book that she sees it as a book about money and I thought that was a super yeah. interesting take on it and it's like a that there's that quote of uh, like, it's like a Virginia Woolf quote of something about like what it takes to be a writer or something mm-hmm. like that. And it the the quote is always misconstrued as I, I'm probably attributed to the wrong person right now. But the basic <laughs> idea is that it's this famous thing of like a woman needs like a, a, like a room to call her own to write in. And people always thought it was this idea of, I just need time and to be alone. Right. And it's like, no, 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 I need to afford quiet space. Yeah. That's just mine. And no one else is bothering <laughs> me. And that is an economic issue.
1: Yeah. It is. It, I mean, it, it says some really, it is still very topical. Um, oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I loved, I also loved Marriage Story. Or, mm-hmm. God Little Women, I'm looking at Marriage Story right now. We're going to talk about that in a yeah. second. Um, the biggest addition to my list was 1917, okay. which I saw, I think, a week ago. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen it yet? I have. I saw the arc light. It was gigantic and loud and amazing, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Um, I thought it was like viscerally exciting by the... The second you realize the style of that movie and that it's unrelenting and it's just going to keep going in what feels like one take, Uh I feel like there's this moment of unease and tension that sets in of like, when are all the things that are going to happen going to happen and are they going to jump out at me? And and it felt more like war as a horror movie instantly.
1: Well, yeah, definitely. I, um... You know, I I def I like it, and I think it's a huge achievement. It wasn't my favorite, and I uh, I think part of it is because of that. It, it, I I think I don't like war movies that focus on the actual war. You know, I'm interested in the psychology of it and sort of the like backroom dealings. But um, it was it was very violent, and oh, yeah. I I had trouble watching it, which I I don't know I haven't really had that experience before. It's so visceral and you're so afraid the whole time, or at least I was. Oh, I was
0: afraid for most of that movie.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and you know, there's very early on, this isn't a spoiler. He, one of the main characters cuts his hand and so the whole movie I was just like well what what the fuck is happening with his hand Yeah, well, like, he he's his touching hand. like dust now like that's gonna get <laughs> infected bro like you gotta <laughs> wash that um, yeah it was very uh, yeah tense the whole time and I and I think that it is again just like a, an incredible achievement and I immediately went home and just watched all the behind the scenes go watch those find it's them on so Twitter find them on Reddit seeing
0: yeah. the way they shot that thing is almost as interesting as the movie it's maybe more interesting
1: yeah do you think well Start seeing more films like that.
0: I feel like we already are. Yeah, I mean, Birdman, of course, was like that, <laughs> and I feel like for about ten years now, I've been hearing about single take things more than ever before. Yeah. Going back to Atonement was the first time I remember that. Oh, okay. they do this like I want to say, like seven minute shot on yeah, the yeah. beach after the war. I think it's like right, right after the Battle of Dunkirk, and that, mm. and you just see it just keeps going, and you see them you know, armies and battalions of men on the beach. You see them like putting down horses. I mean, it's just this yeah. huge, gigantic shot. And so I feel like I keep seeing that. And I wonder if that's like the video gamification say, really of movies.
1: That's how we consume so much. Um, and the first time I... I mean, I, I you know, s- s- shorter scenes and like boogie nights and stuff. I remember being oh, like, yeah. oh, cool. Yeah. But um, the first time I saw Children of Men, oh, that God, like yeah. whole ending, I was like, oh, it feels like I have stepped into a video game in a way that is um, like riveting, but also very uncomfortable for me. Incre-
0: oh, God. And that whole car chase scene, and, which hey, yeah. uh, Children of Men's really old, so I'm not going to, I don't care about Spoilers. <laughs> When Julianne Moore gets off in that movie, Crazy. that that take just never stops, yeah. and so her she's
1: just de- dead, dead. It's
0: back. so it's so quick.
1: Uh, great movie.
0: Yes, great movie. Go check it out. It's super bleak. <laughs> uh, love bleak, bleak. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing about well not uh, similar to that i feel like that a little bit watching uncut gems i know there are cuts in that yeah. but that movie is so propulsive and it's basically right behind sandler the entire movie it feels just shy of a one take movie it feels just as like propulsive it has that energy. Yeah. and when the violence that happens in that movie happens to him like when he gets like punched in the nose mm-hmm. it feels a lot like 1917 where you can never <laughs> quite know what horrible thing is coming out and sometimes there's nothing sometimes it's actually something very relieving and other times it's this shocking moment of violence you'd never shock. Coming. yeah it's interesting to see how that's changing um okay, okay let's talk award season let's do it so first the w- first one on the calendar the golden globes yeah uh what do you think of the golden globes
1: oh you know i i did listen to your episode with arden and roxy and uh i i <laughs> I'm with them yep um i i i do like it though here's why okay um because nobody cares, and I think it's so fun, uh, and I, I love that they all drink. I because the reason I watch award shows it really is because it feels like I'm hanging out with these people, even though I, I know that that is delusional, um, and that they are just feeding me the things I want. I know that that picture of Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston is not real, but we but all love that picture. I love it, right? <laughs> um, Give me, yeah, it's it's literally give the people what they want, and um, you know from. Emma Stone sh- shouting sorry. It's just like it's a it's a beautiful mess, and I and it makes me feel like they're real people, and that's why I like it.
0: I enjoy it too. I do wonder. I I feel like they just lucked out though because of where they are in the calendar that mm-hmm. there are no awards first. It doesn't
1: mean anything,
0: but it feels like it means something yeah. because right after that happens, you get to put up posters that say mm-hmm. Best Picture, right? Um, or most nominees or, or nominations. <laughs> So we have 1917 winning best drama. Mm -hmm. We have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood winning best musical or comedy. Mm -hmm. And then the acting awards are Joaquin Phoenix, Renee Zellweger, uh, Brad Pitt, Taron Egerton. Well, I'm going (laughs) to get to, I'm leaving out the comedy ones, actually. (laughs) I'm going to leave out the damn comedy ones. But Phoenix, Zellweger, Brad Pitt, Laura Dern, and then Sam Mendes for best director. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you feel like that sets a tone for what happens after that?
1: I mean, historically it has, right? And that's why people do place any sort of um, you know, importance onto it, but I don't know. I I'm curious. I'm curious what will happen. I think I think the f- fun of it is that now anything that goes against that is like ooh, a surprise. And um,
0: I don't don't you think people want a little bit of surprise? Yes, it feels a little boring do. already yeah. knowing that like all four of those acting categories are kind of done. Yeah. But then again, I was looking at some of the things that I thought were just fucking egregious. Sure. Because there's a few. Yeah. So I'm going to read a few of them to you. Great. You were just hitting one of them. <laughs> so Taryn Edgerton <laughs> beats fan. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood. Insane. Which is an insane thing. That's Banana. an insane, crazy thing. <laughs> How um, dare you? <laughs> on Metacritic, Rocketman has a 69 score and it's beating oh, DiCaprio. Yeah, okay. Uh, so let's go back here. Green Book. Sure. Do you remember what it won?
1: Yeah, I do.
0: What What was the category that it won?
1: Oh, at the Golden Globes.
0: Yeah, at the Golden Globes. It was the best musical or comedy. comedy yeah. That movie um,
1: is Mahershala about plays a. The piano. He <laughs>
0: plays a piano. He is a musician. Yeah, but I mean. But then.
1: The Martian beat Trainwreck. Like, what are we talking about? This is what I'm talking about. Yeah.
0: about, though. But then Bohemian Rhapsody. Which is a musical, one One best best drama. drama.
1: Yeah, there was these things don't make any
0: fucking sense. (laughs) And Bohemian Rhapsody, Metacritic score forty nine.
1: Bohemian Rhapsody, and I'm so sorry. I know one of my students said that this is their favorite movie. God, I hate it. I hate that movie so much.
0: (laughs) Oh man, it's. I don't think I'd hate it so much if it wasn't so praised.
1: It's. I mean, yeah, that is part of it, obviously, but it just is, uh, you can make a good movie about Freddie Mercury's life. That is not it. That <laughs> That's is, not it. <laughs> it. It happens like the, <laughs> the transitions into the songs where it's like, oh, uh, I just have this idea. Let me, and then it just, go Hi, bananas.
0: <laughs> yeah. It felt like the Lifetime version of the Freddie Mercury yeah. story. Um, another favorite recent is the... Do you know who beat Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out for best actor in a comedy? And also, I just love that we're putting Get Out as a... I I mean, I get that it's a really dark comedy, but that's... Who did it? Fucking James Franco for the disaster artist. (laughs) That's your Golden Globe winner. So I have a game for you real quick. Great. We're going to play some True or False. Oh my God, okay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) True or False about the following uh, statement for nominations or wins for the Golden Globes. Great. I think we're going to start easy, okay? Okay. So True or False... The Tourist, Johnny Depp and Angelina Jolie was nominated for Best yeah, Comedy. Yeah, that's
1: true. I know that's that
0: true. That is true. That rocks a Metacritic score of 37. Which is I
1: mean, but also if anyone with eyes can tell you <laughs> that's a mistake. Okay.
0: <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> okay. Um, True or false, Robert De Niro got a nomination for Godfather Part 2. False. False. Very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is considered like- He a, doesn't
1: um shake the hands as much, and he, that's why he doesn't get- nominated as
0: Apparently back even then. My lord. Um, True or false, Kyle Chandler uh, never got a nomination for Friday Night Lights.
1: Is that true? It's true. Insane.
0: It's it's fucking insane. Uh, Um, True or false, Patch Adams nominated for Best Movie Comedy in
1: 1998. You know, true, and I'll say... I like Patch Adams. (laughs) Patch
0: Adams rocking the lowest score I could find in any movie that got nominated. Really? The Metacritic score, 25. I guess
1: I saw that movie when I was very young and again was just like Robin Williams as a hero. And and I remember it did make me sad.
0: Okay, here's one. Who has more uh, Golden Globe nominations? uh, Robin Williams or Daniel Day-Lewis?
1: Well, Robin Williams, because numbers. He's yep. got more numbers. He's
0: got the numbers. He's got the numbers. Daniel Day-Lewis,
1: if he acted more, it's one of those things.
0: Eight to six. Don't retire Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> you got to get there quicker. Um, true or false, Haley Steinfeld got a nomination for True Grit.
1: Uh, yeah, right? False. false.
0: Oscars loved her, but she did not. Not for Golden Globes. Not okay. for Golden Globes. Huh. Uh, true or false, Hurt Locker won Best Drama.
1: Oh, false?
0: False. It lost what one? to Avatar.
1: Oh, yeah. that. <laughs> Wow, what yeah.
0: a year. Uh, 2005, uh, this was the year, I think the second year of The Sopranos. Mm. True or false, did it win Best TV Drama? Uh, no. It did not. Well, neither did Deadwood. Neither did The Wire.
1: Well, but yeah, you have to think about home box office it used to mean something. very. It was the Netflix back
0: then. Well, yeah. <laughs> Kiddos. <But laughs> the winner in 2005 over The Sopranos and Deadwood and The Wire was Nip Tuck. <laughs> that to wow. me is the most Golden Globesy thing I've ever heard in my life. Wow. Uh, we got a couple more. Uh true or false, Melissa McCarthy was nominated for Spy in 2016. Oh, true? True. Yeah. She's, She's a, really good in it. It's really a great movie. Uh true or fal- false, Arnold Schwarzenegger nominated for Junior for best actor. A uh, true? true wow. and that's the year that had forrest gump shashank redemption pulp fiction four weddings and a funeral ed wood quiz show river wild and Great you've got year for movies an junior incredi-
1: also though he had to junior. pretend he was pregnant and that takes something
0: it sure did uh true or false mahershala uh-huh. won for moonlight
1: uh yeah false
0: no? aaron taylor johnson wins for nocturnal animals
1: who S- is that
0: that's uh, he was kick ass. He was in Godzilla, and he's a Golden Globe winner. Means nothing to me. Um, so here's what I, I'm, my whole point is: that they're fucking nonsense. They're yeah. fucking nonsense. They are lots of fun, and the biggest nonsense tends to happen in the musical or comedy categories. Sure. And I think if you throw out a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. then they start to make more sense. Um, I tried to do some research to find could I could I find an interview with a single actual member of the Hollywood Foreign Press. Um, and, uh, like, in print, could I find anybody who wasn't the president? And the answer is no. I could not. It's been a good hour and a half. Yeah. I learned that they have 90 members, just 90. That's, that's crazy. From 55 countries. Okay. And it's all journalists and photographers who live in the US and report on the US for foreign countries. So it's just a bizarre, interesting mix of people huh. who are having, like, set the tone for all this. But there we go. That's the Golden Globes. Wow. Uh let's do the SAG Awards now. Okay? Okay. What did you think of this year's SAG Awards?
1: You know, I I didn't watch them live. Okay. And uh the thing about awards is if, if you don't watch them live, it's sort of like uh, uh you know, sports game that yeah. unless you really are invested yeah it's going to be tough really to go worth. back and watch
0: it moment yeah. to moment right um
1: so i i thought some of the wins were exciting i did vote this year which um sometimes i don't do it in time and and i was so i, I was a little bit more invested um thought it was very cool that parasite won for ensemble that was neat I, I did vote for that and think that they're amazing um you just really believe them as a family uh and I thought Brad spe- I I did watch the speech. Um and uh How can
0: we how can anyone compete with Brad Pitt's Tinder profile? That's just
1: uh, you know playing for second place. Look <laughs> <laughs> um very curious what's on there. Uh, Do you
0: think that in any way portends that Parasite could win Best Picture?
1: No, I don't. Because there's that... this whole thing
0: that like Everyone says that since actors are the largest group of the Academy, the largest voting block, I think it's like 16% of the Academy is actors, that that somehow portends something for the Oscars. I don't know. So here's the interesting thing. Yeah. So I went. I, I did some research because yeah. I'm fascinated about this. Well, actually, let me go back for a second. Here's yeah. one thing I do like about the SAG Awards. Sure. I like that they give real clips of the performances. Yeah, I do the, like that. Golden Globes just listed that shit off. They,
1: they cut that out. It's yeah. Just <laughs> gone,
0: gone. You know the thing we're about to give an award for? Let's not show no, any of it. I
1: want that little clip.
0: I want the clip. I want like the actor to like give me a PowerPoint on like every Why? their choices or their favorite scene yeah. or something. God, I'd love that. I think that'd be great TV. Me um, too. But I also love that the SAG Awards have the like people showing their SAG card and saying, "I am an actor." i yeah. I get like all the all the feels watching that every yeah. year. I'm sure like a lot of people who are not in the industry are thinking, "Yeah, good for you." <laughs> but you know what? Good for them and good yeah, for all of us. That's
1: what it's
0: about. Okay, so here's here's what I've learned. Okay. In the acting categories. Mm-hmm. It's almost always the exact same who wins the Oscar and who wins the SAG Awards for actor, actress, supporting actor, supporting actress. Um, There's only one actor since 2004 that did not, that one lead actor at the SAG Awards that did not win at the Oscars. Really? And that is Denzel Washington in 2016, won for Fences over Casey Affleck. That's the only one since 2004. So if you're looking to bet, uh I would say you got Look at the SAG awards. Look at the SAG That's awards.
1: That's so interesting. I would never uh, have guessed that.
0: Yeah, I feel like maybe they do let actors set the tone about yeah. what about what, what the great performances are. Maybe Do not. you
1: think they put a hand in I guess uh how does How do the Oscars work? I don't actually know. Is it like you can only vote on your category? Like I know for the Grammys, for example, you vote in your own genre and So I know for
0: nominating, Mm -hmm. mostly you have to stay within your own category. I actually don't know whether actors and actresses, uh, performance is a part of that. But I know like um, for- Sound. Yeah, yeah. sound like the people who are choosing those nominees. But then I think when you get to vote, it's It's everybody. everybody. That is my understanding. And if someone- I will uh, I'll ask Andrew Carlberg and see if he can <laughs> tell me a sp- better answer on that. Okay. Um, for act Best Actress, since 2000, it's almost 20 years, uh-huh. only three women have won the SAG Award and not won Best Actress. And one of them was last year when Glenn Close did not win for The Wife. For the it was wife. Olivia Colman. Viola Davis uh, won for The Help and then lost to Meryl Streep uh, in The Iron Lady. Oh. Yeah. The Iron yeah, Lady. Bad, the Another... Bad, that was the wife of 2011. Yeah, a
1: hard mirror.
0: <laughs> and then Kate Winslet uh, didn't win for... Well, she won the Oscar for The Reader and was not even nominated for a SAG award. I wonder if that just came out too late or something. Yeah. Julie Christie won for Away From Her, and those are the only three. Huh. Um, for Supporting, Supporting Actor has matched every year since 2007, except wow. for the year that Christoph Waltz won for Django because it hadn't come out on time, so he didn't oh, get okay. nominated. And... Uh, I think 2019 was the only year I could find for supporting actress not matching up in a long time. And it's, uh, for whatever fucking reason, Regina King, Beale Street, was not nominated for a SAG award. And it went to... Emily Blunt for A Quiet Place,
1: who does give a really good performance in that. It's a very good performance, but that, come on. I
0: just say, come on, Sag, we need to, the nominations need to get in line Beale here Because definitely
1: bit. was, up, I'm trying to think of the It time. did
0: come out super late. That one was one that... It,
1: yeah, that must have been it, because Regina, that's...
0: Well, she won every other damn yeah, award. Yeah, pretty
1: undeniable.
0: So then the last one was, uh, I looked at Ensemble. Yeah. I looked at Ensemble going through the whole decade. Mm-hmm. And... It's only right about a little less than a third of the time. For For best ensemble matching Mm -hmm. best picture. Best picture, okay. The only ones that matched are 2012 Argo won the ensemble award and won best picture. Uh, Spotlight won in 2015 and then uh, it won the Oscar as well. And Birdman in 2014. And what's interesting is those movies are all about actors and journalists. Yeah. And those are the only ones that win both. Other than that, it's different.
1: I guess if... If Once Upon a Time in Hollywood had won Best Ensemble, I maybe would have, maybe would have been like, "There's, there's hope that that is wins it, Best Picture." There's a chance, but I don't know. I think Parasite is unfortunately. I I would be so thrilled if it won Best Picture. I think that would be so cool.
0: And like, it is the best picture of <laughs> the year, is, it, right? That's the best movie of the year.
1: It's yeah. It, I it's it covers so much.
0: Every department is impeccable. Yeah. Uh, the writing. The performances, the production design, the editing. Yeah. The score. Direction. It's, yeah. He's, in, uh, he's all of that movie. He drew the whole fucking thing as a comic first. I mean, it's... Yeah. He is that movie. It's hard for me. Well, Also, no one has anything bad to say about that movie. Have you noticed that? Have you heard anyone say a single bad thing about Parasite? No. The only thing maybe is like, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And that's true. Like it, It's sometimes hard to get people to want to see a foreign movie. Yeah. But yeah, fascinating to me. <laughs> About how the SAG Awards mostly mat, uh, don't match up. Like, it, right. Do you remember what won last year? Best Ensemble.
1: Best Ensemble. Because
0: Green Book won Best Picture.
1: Right, and it wasn't that obviously. Oh. Um, so,
0: Black Panther. Oh. Which was a really neat moment, but like that is cool. Yeah. The year before that, it was Three Billboards. The year before that, Hidden Figures. Then you have oh, the Spotlight yeah. and Birdman years. Then American Hustle. And then Argo before that. And then The Help and yeah. King Speech.
1: I do think of them as very different. You know, I think Best Ensemble and Best Picture
0: you yeah. know, don't. King Speech won Best Picture too. Yeah. So I have that one. Okay. Yes. So that's one more. Quick break to tell you that this episode of Industry Town is sponsored by Horrible Haikus, everyone's favorite offensive poetry game. This game is perfect for actors, entertainers, or anyone who's willing to just look a little bit silly in front of their friends. Uh Horrible Haikus is available online at horriblehaikusgame.com. And if you are an Industry Town listener, you can get the game for 50% off with the code HAIKU50. Again, that code is HAIKU50. That makes the game just $15, so go check that out on online and get yourself a copy okay let's move on to the oscars okay we are not going to go through all of the nominees um there's a whole contest for that we're both going to put up ballots for that we're going to talk about all that stuff we're going to talk about the awards and i wanted to start with do you like are you an oscar nerd do you love the oscars is it appointment tv for you
1: yeah 100 uh yeah i've watched it every year since i was six and decided i wanted to be an actor
0: amazing right yeah. uh, to me it feels like necessary it feels important
1: it, and it's like i like i get it i get why people don't watch it it's if if you aren't one of us you know it's, <laughs> it's boring as hell but it's so i don't know it is my super bowl
0: there it is there it is the week, uh, week after the super bowl um do you? Th- There's no host again this year. Second year in a row, no host. I miss
1: a host. Give me, give me a host again.
0: Who? Why is there no host? What? What? What the fuck is happening? Nobody with this?
1: wants to do it. It's a hard job. You, and nobody. You, wants you to always do it? are gonna get sh- shit on.
0: We would do it.
1: You, would we?
0: <laughs> I would. I would do it. If someone was like Brian and Lindsay, will you host the Oscars? I'd be like, sure. I'm terrified, but let's let's do it.
1: It's a. It's so much work. Um, and and very little reward. And I think like. I don't know. I, I thought Jimmy Kimmel was good, but, but people really tore him apart. And I think it's like you get blamed then if it's a bad, if, or if people don't tune in.
0: Who would be your dream host?
1: My dream host?
0: Yeah. You can have anybody.
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, like I guess Will Ferrell.
0: Will Farrell's a good answer.
1: Would be fun for me. I think he would do a good job. And so many people like, he's just likable. So I feel like, you know, he would get people on board. Um, you know, Tom Hanks.
0: Tom Hanks would be fun.
1: He, yeah. Uh, I want
0: John Mullaney. Oh, I, yeah. be, I, he I think he'd be like the, the new yeah. Billy Crystal.
1: Yeah, totally. But I don't think he wants to do it. I'm sure he's been asked.
0: I'm positive he was. Uh, I also like the idea of Tiffany Haddish doing it. Like,
1: yeah, that, that feels like a real gamble.
0: That seems really fun to me, though. Like you want to make yeah. it seem a little unexpected and dangerous compared sure. to what the Oscars have been. Yeah, I feel like that—that is—that's a recipe for a lot of fun. I would be. Wouldn't a lot of people be like, "I want to see what she's going to do"?
1: Yeah. Honestly, Eddie Murphy, you know, it oh. would be fun. I, Chris Rock, I thought, always was a good. Good time.
0: Yeah, he did a great job with that.
1: I don't know. I I'm pro a host.
0: So. What would you do to make people like them more? Like, would you add any categories? Would you change things? Get rid of things? You know, what would you do?
1: It, it, there, I think it does need to change. Obviously, um, less and fewer and fewer people watch it every year. Um, but I, I wonder. Yeah, I've been thinking maybe a category for like <laughs> an oops category of like oops. ten years later. Like, let's give an award to a movie that we overlooked or like uh or a longevity award maybe Ooh. they don't have to call it an oops award fucked up. Um, but I would love to see some of the things that didn't get um awarded that are like now hugely important to our um culture get sort of like um a 10 years later award I think Is there anything like, that
0: you're thinking I would thinking love of
1: specifically yeah um not not even I just think you know there are so many movies that are influential to yeah society in a way or not even cult classics but just things that have shaped us
0: give give an award to there'll be blood give an award to social network give an award yes yeah like Like
1: best of the decade sort of a thing Ooh, Um, yeah it'd be fun for me and because I, i yeah i um I'm sure both of those were also nominated. I think it would be cool to give it to something that wasn't even recognized at at all.
0: That would uh, be neat.
1: Or I kind of liked what you were saying of uh, you know, I want I want the clip of their Oscar winning moment. Um, I think that's always very fun. Yep. And uh, I like to see their faces when they pan back to the actor and they're like, "That's the clip they chose." <laughs> I love that face. Um, but I also think it would be fun to. Uh, do interviews and just show like a snippet of why they made a choice and, and or you know for for all of the categories I think that would be very cool and um, help people you know who are the film nerds like understand what, what happened and, and make you more invested and in, like oh they are clearly invested in this role, or this movie, or this editing. You know, showing somebody edit a scene would be so cool for me.
0: I think it'd be. I think it'd help people understand why there's an Oscar for those, yeah, some of those things. hundred percent. As a kid, I found that some of those so dry because I didn't understand what those people were doing.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I feel like they used to do more stuff like that. I remember when I was little there was one epi- er, episode one episode one, of the Oscars
0: uh, <laughs> an episode
1: of the Oscars where they had on a voice actor and she was explaining how she makes different choices and she was like, sometimes I'll just do things in different accents and she like went into a bunch of different accents saying the same line and then she was like, so that by the time I get back to my own voice, it sounds very natural. And I think about that all the
0: time. Wouldn't it be so neat right now if like Joaquin Phoenix had to talk about yeah. how he made his choices for Joker Yeah.
1: And just and just one line that they can show before you know his clip, and I think that would be I think that would be so cool. Did you see his SAG speech? I did. I his SAG speech. No, I saw the Golden Globe speech.
0: So I thought it was really lovely when he went like actor by actor and talked about his relationship yeah. to each one. He had this great story of how when he was coming up as an actor, he'd that all the other actors would be in casting rooms and they'd all hear about how there was one actor uh-huh. who casting directors could barely whisper his name because he was so good leonardo <laughs> and then they cut to dicaprio and he's laughing with like fucking dip in his mouth like he sure, always does sure, sure. um but he also he ended it by saying um i think a thank you or something to mm-hmm. his favorite actor heath ledger Aww. so beautiful shout out but it's like okay so you in part took this role to be the one to carry someone was going to carry on that mantle yeah. You have immense respect. Talk to me about how you took on that part after that. What did you yeah. keep? What did you choose to get rid of? What's what's too much stealing? and What's the right? I'm like, God, I, tell me everything about yeah. that. Oh, God, what I wouldn't give.
1: I think that would be uh, what would make it better for me. But I already like it. So I am curious. Yeah. Do you have any other ideas? Of- I have a
0: couple. I think okay. there should be a first time filmmaker. Yes, uh, I think that'd award. Be great. Yeah. I think that's a great thing that other places have, and yeah. I think that that would fix some of the representation problems. I don't no. think it's a, it's one way in. Yeah. Um. I think there should be voice acting. Yes. Oh, uh, the fact that they don't have that is crazy to me, considering yeah. that it's animated so movies yeah. t- prop up the entire box office. Yeah. Um. There should be a casting one. Yes. It's crazy to me that casting directors don't get one. Um. Do I f- they get up-
1: a technical? Is that in the
0: like? There is like a, I believe that there's a, like a award show just for casting directors where they do casting for lots of different things. But I think that there should just be a best casting award for features. Um I stand by this. It's, it's it's this is a gendered statement. Whoa whoa well, well, well. oh. I should put in like the sound of a car crash. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think the way that we have best supporting actor, best supporting actress, best actor, best actress, we should have a female director. It is not because I yeah. believe that we should or that it's a good idea to separate. I like more awards. I like more awards. I like seeing people give acceptance speeches. And to me, having five nominees every single year, that's going to increase, help their reputation. It's going to help box office for those movies. You can put it on a fucking poster. And after 10 years, you can get rid of it. But like, I would be sad if I didn't get to see someone win best actor and best actress. Like, why Why can't we have two awards?
1: I, and I, We've talked about this a little bit before i I do think that that feels to me like um, here you go <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to you are the same and yeah. uh, and I so I don't I don't like that but Fair I you know I, it, it is a thing of um, it, it's just so systemic and mm. it's it doesn't even. You know, I, I wish Greta Gerwig got nominated, but yes. I, it's it's again it's a number thing. The reason Robin Williams has more nominations is because he he's done more. So give female directors more opportunities, and the more movies that are made, like pure numbers, they're gonna have more chances to get nominated. Accept more women to your film programs. Yep. Ask more women to to do. So. It's it just it's so entrenched that I don't. You know, it we I think. We're making strides, or what? What about increasing
0: the number of people nominated for director? The way, the way they increase the number sure. of that that best I, that
1: feels much better to me. What if
0: there were ten? Yeah, or eight, or something. And
1: you know, if if behind closed doors they say like, "Cool, one of these has to be a woman," then great. That that makes sense to me. Okay, you know, but.
0: Here's my biggest, here's my biggest improvement. Okay. This I want. Okay. This I want so badly. Let's hear it. It's two things that go together. One, I want to know how many votes each one got for Best Picture. Ooh. I want the numbers. Okay. And then I want them to start off the show by announcing all the nominees. Yeah. And then every 15 minutes, like a reality show, I want one to get cut. (gasps) I want every 15 minutes, which one's taken away? I'm sorry. Sorry, Marriage Story, you're going home. You had the least number of votes. You had this many. This is what's left, and Can't throughout the imagine. night, it just goes down and down and down. These movies still have other things to look forward to because they're nominated for other things, yeah. And it's the only people who are going to be sad are the producers who are the ones who'd give that speech anyway.
1: Do you think they leave?
0: Great, what wonderful <laughs> TV! Get up, somebody outside yeah. talking to them. That's where you have Jimmy Kimmel hanging out.
1: That's <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. I do, yeah. I mean, I, I. I heard that Beyonce just left after she didn't win and I respect it. Just no thank you. What else is she gonna do there? What is uh, she gonna do? I yeah, I that's interesting. That's what the I want. Numbers. I'm because I, I but doesn't a part of you think that that's all tied together? I don't know. I and maybe this is cynical, but don't you think maybe the numbers don't totally determine like maybe the numbers get you to do you think it like purely is the one with the most votes wins? Or do you think it's like, these two are pretty close and this one? um,
0: (laughs) I feel like that would get out at some point. I feel like there's just too many, after like 30 years of turnover, somebody would let it slip, some disgruntled employee. To me, the the preferential ballot does that enough for them anyway. So yeah, for if people don't know how they do Best Picture now, it's fucking weird. Yeah. So you rank your choices one through eight, or one through nine, or one through ten. Right. And, this and is how? And then if your if the number if your number one choice doesn't have a majority, isn't it? Is there, mm-hmm. Do you remember what the threshold is? Is it actually fifty one percent? I think yeah. I think it, it is goes down to your yeah. So if your number one choice is Marriage Story and that one only has fifteen percent of number one picks, right? That is thrown out. Now your number two choice becomes your number one choice. And then we see now what's number one. And to me, that's a really good way to get Shape of Water as your best picture. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a very, very bizarre way to do it.
1: Well, I and, and this year, especially because there are a lot of good, really good contenders, I do wonder, you know, I, I worry that Parasite gets like a strong 40% and falls just below that line. And then it's like, well, <laughs> there go all of those votes. Yeah.
0: It's a weird, it's a yeah, it's a weird way to do it. Yeah. Um, but it also makes me think like, now you have people purposely, cho- like if, if I had an Oscar vote, I would put Joker last because I don't want to see that win Best Picture. And regardless of whether that's fair or not, I'm gonna start trying to game the system to help the one I like the most mm. and hurt other movies. And I don't, why not just like, popular vote. I like it for the president and I like it for the Oscars. <laughs> I'm consistent, I'm consistent. Um, any thoughts on Netflix? Which I feel like we're you know was supposed to uh, win for best picture last year with Roma, and well, then and it did, you know, and it got the nomination. Yeah, but then this year their movies are Marriage Story, Dolomite, Two Popes, Irishman, and I feel like no one thinks of Irishman as a Netflix movie, right? And then a Marriage Story might win for Laura Dern, and I just like it seems quiet. Do you think that they're happy? Are they not? Do you have an opinion on I Netflix in so movies?
1: I think they're happy because they're they're on the board Mm -hmm. and for a company that just kind of just entered the game seriously last year I would say um they're kind of crushing it uh I don't I I mean I I don't know I I think obviously they're hoping to take it take home the big win but I think it is a testament of like, I don't know, neither of us saw Judy, for example, but uh-huh. everyone I know saw marriage story because they can. Um, nobody saw two popes. Nobody saw two. <laughs> I actually really want
0: to see two popes. I'm Real? super interested in it. The politics sure. between those popes is very interesting to me. Okay. One of them's progressive, one of them's not.
1: A wild world. What can happen? What could happen? I think we know.
0: But I, don't, I also didn't know too much of that history, and I didn't no. realize that the last pope who stepped down was the first pope to step down. Right in hundreds of years or something? Like that whole thing seems fascinating to me. Interesting
1: story. It's like a boring movie. (laughs) If
0: you told me there was the two presidents and it was like Obama and Trump gonna have like eight conversations and you had great actors playing that, I'm riveted if you got some real history in that. The face you're making, you would not watch that movie. I don't believe the conversations would ever happen. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: I mean, apparently there was at least one. At least one. (laughs) yeah, I, I don't know. I, did you end up watching Dolomite?
0: I have not seen Dolomite, Dolomite yet.
1: Dolomite is delightful. I will say, I think the idea that it was like an Oscar contender, other than Ruth Carter, who I do think um, was snubbed for costumes. Um, yes. Uh, and Eddie Murphy, who, who I do think gives a, a really wonderful performance. Well, it's
0: like if you're going to put in Jonathan yeah. Price and Banderas, which I haven't yeah. seen either, I don't know anyone who has. Yeah. It does seem like there's room in that category.
1: I don't know. Yeah. I, I heard banderas as well i, I haven't seen that yet, yeah. yeah but um but i don't think it it's it screams out like oscar yeah. movie to me but it's a really good movie
0: overall do you like the idea of netflix getting in on movies like this sure i hate it why because i'm an old man because uh, i'm apparently the most crotchety person but in the they, world
1: okay what if you see them in a theater though
0: but that's the thing, is they don't do it.
1: But they did do. So
0: I saw Here. The Irishman, because I worked sure. my ass off to do that. Okay. And that was difficult to do, because it was like, you have three weeks, it's going to be in theaters, and yeah. that's it. And it feels like they're taunting it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I... I'm positive I liked Marriage Story less than I would have if I saw it in a theater.
1: Okay, but here's a question. If it, if it were a widely distributed, you know, would you have watched it as a screener? Because is that, that the same thing? So I don't love
0: watching screeners. I do okay. try to go to theaters. Okay. Um, I just find that experience so remarkable. Of course. And I just find that they it, they like bury shit that I feel like should get more of a wide audience. That's kind of... Netflix. Yeah.
1: But it's getting the widest audience.
0: It's getting a wide audience of people who will pay half attention and will fall asleep during it. And like the metrics over someone clicking it versus someone watching it, I think are very interesting and like not at all the same. Yeah. And it's just, I I just, I, that's never where I want to watch Marriage Story and it's not, if I worked my ass off to create an indie, like to me that's where... Goodwill Hunting would end up now and things like that, and like I don't yeah, want to watch that at home. The, I
1: think the reason I support it because I did see Roma in theaters, and mm-hmm. and thank God because I I loved that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I'd watch it at home. What what
0: would have? I don't know that anyone did.
1: Found. Um, you know, but I. I, they're making the movies that don't get made anymore. And that's why I am so uh, supportive of it because it is, you know, Goodwill Hunting doesn't get made today unless it's on Netflix. D- even they're, you know, they're the only ones making romantic comedies right now. And not that I think that they're stellar, but they're getting made. And that that's cool because I don't, again, I don't care about spectacle movies really. And that's so, hard.
0: There's a lot of it that I agree with. I just, I think it's in the delivery method of it. I love that they're doing it. I also am really realizing how much I don't like the binge model of television. Like, I just think so many things are put up there to die. Yeah. And if they just were a part of a traditional distribution in a theater and then it went to Netflix and that's the only place you could get it. Yeah. I really like that. But, like, no one's ever going to find that in a different library, you know? So if Netflix decides to bury one of those things, it's just kind of going to be gone to time
1: but you also have to think like the people that they're getting to work with are so uh amazing that and 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 frankly don't need the big paycheck that i'm sure they're getting like martin scorsese who has said things about how the industry has changed and stuff. Uh, very, very vocal about it. But I, he chose to work with them. Yeah. And I think that speaks to something that they're doing, um, whether it's letting people have more free reign or more creative, um, power. I don't know. I don't think you get Soderbergh if, if, if he's you're just not gone at this something. point. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's something to that. Maybe that's maybe it's like put high flying bird on Netflix, but like, I wanted to see Marriage Story in a theater. I'm bummed about
1: that. Well, th- th- you should have the opportunity. That would be cool. They should, there should be, <laughs> the, 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 I don't know, maybe a Netflix movie theater in the same way that Tarantino has his movie theater. And you can just see like...
0: Gets into real Monopoly territory. Oh, when 100%. You can, yeah. But, I
1: love vertical integration. <laughs>
0: That's what Lindsay Chambers stands yeah, for. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Perfect.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Um did you you saw American Factory? Yes. That's yeah. the Netflix movie I really wanted to see. Yeah, it's documentary produced it's... by the Obamas and it's probably the front runner for best documentary.
1: Uh yeah, that um you know, there's some really good documentaries this year. Um I'm halfway through Honeyland.
0: I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, yeah.
1: The B um it's very interesting. Uh but yeah, American Factory is just really well done and I I think um I
0: that think That name sounds like a downer, my understanding is it's not
1: it definitely makes you be like wow we are not the same as china <laughs> okay <laughs> um no, I, I don't know it's it's it, i think it's really well done and and it makes it's it's a, something that i don't think about often and i i was happy to learn more about
0: did you see apollo 11
1: I didn't.
0: Uh, that's on Hulu now. Is it good? I wish I had seen it in the theater. Yeah. It's going to keep happening with me. Um, <laughs> I am an old man.
1: What about the Firefest documentary? I you like. <laughs> I,
0: you know, I'm fine seeing those at home. They, and I watched both of them I and I thought they were great. Too, yeah. I thought they were great. Love a scam. Um, Apollo 11, though, I'm shocked it's not nominated. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. So they have taken all of this footage from the initial moon mission. I was
1: about to say, what's it about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: But it's all footage from then restored. And it's done without oh. any talking heads. And so it's done almost like a narrative movie That's with all cool. of this amazing footage from the 60s that just looks way better than it has any right to. Um, very, very interesting. Yeah. Super loved watching that one. Highly recommend It's on Hulu. Ooh,
1: amazing. I guess I didn't look. So in the for the Oscars, is, is Amazing Grace nominated?
0: No, um, I don't think so.
1: Shame. That one's, you know. I'm, I'm biased, but uh, it's the Aretha Franklin. Wasn't that
0: last? Was that not last year? I feel like it was. I
1: think it fell on the line for this year okay. for some things. We heard
0: that that one was great. This part out. But, no, that's... Um, we'll take a look. Okay. Yeah. Do you Lu-
1: recommend that one?
0: So, if you could add one nominee, one person who did not, or movie, any nomination that didn't happen, you could add it in.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Just one? Just one. Um, Lupita. Lupita. Yeah. I think... I think... With, I think she did an amazing job and that category is so upsetting. Why is Scarlett Johansson nominated twice? Ugh.
0: I feel like both of them should be for supporting too. Yeah. Um, I feel like if Lupita got nominated she could have won. Like you, the,
1: I, I understand. Yeah. That,
0: they could have had the press to kind of get that movie back in people's minds. She was incredible. Those she was one of incredible. Those were my favorite performances. And
1: I feel like it is purely, again, it's recency bias but also, you know, I don't know. I don't know why she doesn't get more praise than she does like she's so good yeah
0: Um, weird to say that about someone who has an oscar yet i feel it so intensely about her yeah
1: i don't know and we've we talked about it a bit i just i i I don't know what opportunities she's potentially turning down it feels like she doesn't get as many opportunities as she should
0: It, it does um so I had two in my mind, and you took one of them. So okay. I'm going to go with Greta Gerwig for director. Great. Like that seems yeah. like there's a few kind of obvious ones there. And a little
1: lower down the totem pole, Uncut Gems. Yes.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Would
1: have loved Sandler get
0: nominated. I I want to watch Uncut Gems in the same room as people I know who don't like tension Ryan and just Garcia. watch them do it. Oh yeah, come on, Ryan <laughs> Garcia. Um, I also liked seeing that Arden uh agreed with him, and then Roxy put it as all ten of her favorite movies of the year. That's so funny. I want to see the all. It's
1: very all. divisive. I don't know anyone. who was just like
0: "Eh." yeah uh my brother said i started it not for me (laughs) and i was like it isn't for you it's fine it's fine (laughs) um i mean snubs i feel like people talk about this every year and really it's uh to me the the movie that i'm shocked got no nominations was the farewell the fact that that could not find a place anywhere is fucking crazy to me
1: and again it it came out a long time not a, a long time ago but for award season it was a bit early um and it's just not the sort of movie that I think I, I also it, I didn't get a screen. I, I don't think they really put a lot of money behind it. And unfortunately, this is a thing that like it's you got to.
0: Aquafina would be another good one to host the Oscars, by the way. Oh, yeah. Would be be, great I'd that. watch that. But, you know, so we talk a lot about. Um, uh women not getting certain nominations, uh, actors of color not getting certain nominations, mm-hmm. and that how that's a problem with the Academy. And I do think there's a lot of truth in that. But I think yeah. we also are missing the step before it, which mm-hmm. I wonder might be the biggest culprit, which is the marketing budget assigned to promote these movies and these yeah. artists. Because Joker, the posters are everywhere. And if the farewell or Honey Boy or Hustlers had even a hustle. like a third of that, yeah. do you see the nominations change? And how much of it do we put on the people whose job it is to pick it versus, like marketing does affect everything in this world. That's I how people buy that. things, that's how people, that it rewires our brains, our mm-hmm. synapses. And I wonder if some of that blame is also on just like, come on studios, put some of the money uh, behind some other people, some and support different types of people.
1: Yeah, I, I think that is a big part of it. I, it is interesting. Um, I think <laughs> I think I've talked to you about this before. I wrote like my thesis paper on um, international film markets and how uh, and and basically race and uh, you know as of like as recency as uh, uh, you know, like ten years ago. Yeah, they'll take the same movie poster and and edit out any black people.
0: Oh Jesus Christ!
1: Um, and it's you know it's a problem. It's, it's a, a very big problem. big problem, and I don't. Uh, I think it, it is very clear where they put their money is based on, um, you know, a, a huge, yeah, like r- racial discrimination that's worldwide and and I don't I don't know how we fix that other than putting your money like you said toward like making the change just make the change, and
0: and I think as consumers we have a place which is uh, buy a movie ticket yeah. to not just see Spider Man.
1: Or even little, like, yeah. But
0: seeing little women, Mm -hmm. seeing hustlers in the theater, Mm -hmm. seeing Queen and Slim. Yeah. Like, it's just, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I say that looking myself in the mirror just as much when I look at what's still left. I mean, I've seen a ton of movies this year. It represents a ton of different people. But when I look at also what I haven't seen yet, Mm -hmm. it is often movies directed, uh, by women, it often starts people of color and it's, I just, I don't know, fewer of them were at my theater and fewer of them, could I get more people to see and I don't know, I need to look in the mirror and make sure that I am always living up to the thing that I want to see.
1: Yeah, I yeah. mean, but yeah, the, but don't be hard on yourself.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think I support the the movie industry pretty, pretty darn well, but there's room for improvement.
1: Yeah, great. Um,
0: the Oscar win you most want to see, the one that someone who is nominated, if you could see any one win, it would be?
1: Ooh. Um I I mean Leonardo DiCaprio. I guess we talked about this last time. I don't he won't win. He won't, There's but if you could see chance, anything. But um but that would be very fun for me. Uh or Yeah, I don't know. It would be cool to see Quentin Tarantino win for director cuz That would be neat. That hasn't uh, happened. And and other than that, I don't know. I I don't really have A a dog in many of these.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. For me, it's Parasite winning subcategory or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. For some reason, what goes down in the history books is the best picture of the year. The fact that that's an unchangeable legacy, like a tombstone or something, bothers me. And I'd be like, I get it if it's 1917. Please, God, don't be Joker. But like, I want to see one of those movies that I just think is so beautiful and wonderful on that list. Uh, The Oscar win you least want to see. Joker, Joker for Best Picture, right? That's the. It's,
1: I really didn't like that movie. I guess we, yeah, I hadn't seen it when we. Oh, tell us your thoughts on Joker. Oh, I didn't like it. Why
0: didn't you like it?
1: Um, look, Joaquin Phoenix is an incredible actor. Yeah, he gives a great performance. I wouldn't be mad to see him win, and he will win, so it's fine. I just, um, I thought it was very mishandled and very muddled in its message, and I don't, I don't think we. I don't know, I yeah, it just bothered me in so many ways. It sort of makes my skin crawl.
0: Yeah, I feel like the message well, first to reward a movie that's just shot for shot, a Scorsese movie that didn't win. Yeah. Is a weird choice to me. Yeah. And then to pat yourself on the back for your incredible comments on like society being bleak while also kind of like writing a blank check for anyone who feels like the world isn't working out for them to just like beat the shit out of people and take advantage of people and that that's somehow heroic just feels like about the easiest low-hanging fruit that there is
1: yeah it's such a strange um here's it's like okay if that if that's what you're doing if you're gonna show us how how somebody gets to this place um okay Great. Um, but then you can't also have that insane music cue of, like, da da, 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 da. <laughs> Like, it, you can't try and make it fun, and you can't re- – I don't know. It just – yeah. It, it, it's still the Joker. Like, it's not
0: it, – Like, does that imply that the villain of the movie is young Bruce Wayne? Like, it's yeah, the ultimate it, villain? Yeah, like, it does and he deserved to have his kid his parents murdered
1: it's crazy spoiler <laughs> i mean I,
0: bruce wayne's parents died
1: oh <laughs> brian <laughs> the
0: most overcovered moment in cinema history yeah um
1: it just and it also felt very self-important and frankly like slightly masturbatory with all the it just yeah i was like look at us <laughs> and like
0: i the, the dancing i don't need that much of the dancing no no nope um I did see a phenomenal tweet, which was uh, right before Joker comes out, we're worried that Joker will like lead to mass shootings and the end sure. of society. Uh, two weeks after Joker comes out, the only people who are upset are the people whose staircases become gentrified. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, prediction for best director. Who do you think is going to walk away with it? I feel like that's one of the unsettled categories. That one in picture feel a little bit up in the air.
1: Could you? I, I just don't know who...
0: Um, so for director, we have, I have them right here. Here it is. Sam Mendes, Quentin Tarantino, Todd Phillips, Bong Joon-ho, Martin Scorsese. Congratulations to those men.
1: Congratulations to those men, <laughs> Issa Rae. She
0: can host. She'd yeah. be great. I would, I, that, that is, yeah, there's, yeah let's yeah, do there's that. a good answer. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I, I, God, I hope it's not Todd Phillips. Um, I think it will be Sam Mendes. I, I think... I th- so your
0: pick is it, not pick of choice, pick of like your guess.
1: Oh, who I yeah, my guess. Yeah. who will win is Sam Mendes. I if if either Tarantino or Bong Joon Ho won, I would be thrilled.
0: And then for best picture, do you think it's gonna be nineteen seventeen? Just to go through it, nineteen seventeen. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, Parasite, Joker, Marriage Story, Ford versus Ferrari.
1: Yeah. Ford versus Ferrari. Really? <laughs> it's a choice. Uh, snuck up there. <laughs> Somehow. Uh, I do think it'll be 1917. Um, yeah, again, would love a surprise.
0: Yeah. I tend to think that 1917 is going to win Best Picture, yeah. but I think Bong Joon-ho is going to win Best
1: Director. That would be cool. That There's would be a weird
0: history at the Oscars of directors of color winning when their movie does not. Yeah. Um, so one thing I want to kind of end with sure. um, is uh, – I found gambling odds for the Oscars. No way. Yes. And I think this is really fun. Okay. So best picture, you're uh, they are favoring 1917. Sure. You gotta yeah. bet uh, you got if you bet $250, you can win a profit of a hundred. So the, the low. That's the yeah. low. But if people are looking to make some money on okay. the you know, here's here's some things I'm saying. Parasite, bet a hundred, get three fifty. That's the second best odds, but I feel like that's there. And uh, the money that I would actually consider putting down, this to like hedge my heart, is... So Joker has the most nominations. Joker has the most nominations of any movie that there is there. And that is weird to me, but what that tells me, because of how nominating works, is there's lots of different parts of the Academy that like that movie. And
1: they all, yeah. like They all kind of agree
0: that there's something excellent there. That movie is plus fourteen hundred to win, so it's bet a hundred get fourteen hundred back. That seems like honestly, like like a good potential way to hedge uh, catastrophe, yeah. like you know, you know, for when Green Book wins again and his mean, Joker and Todd Phillips. There's
1: films a it, I, there's a good chance it wins.
0: Yeah, I feel like it has a realistic shot. Honestly,
1: put ten bucks in, make
0: seriously some, yeah, make a hundred forty right. <laughs> Um, a lot of these, I don't see any place to make money because, like, Joaquin Phoenix is going to win that award that's and right. he's 2000 to win. So you got to put down $2,000 to win $100. Uh, Renee Zellweger is minus $1,000 to win. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to happen. Brad Pitt's 2000 Laura Dern's minus 1000 So then I think the next most fun one is Best Director. Okay. Your choice, Sam Mendes, who I do think is one of the leading contenders to probably get it he's minus 667 so again you got to put in 667 dollars to win that 100 back right. bong joon ho plus 375 Ooh. put in 10 dollars, make 37.50 i feel like there's like there's a ch- i feel like there's a one in two chance he wins so the oh, idea of making okay, some yeah, money yeah. on that i feel like you could hedge there okay pretty nicely um A lot of these don't have good odds. Like, international film, Parasite's going to win that one. Best Cinematography, the odds are all for Roger Deakins in 1917. Um, I do think there's some fun with uh, where is original screenplay. Yeah. So the noms are are Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Mm -hmm. Marriage Story, Knives Out, Parasite in 1917. I feel like people think it's going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: Yeah, I think it would be... I, yeah, I think it would be a big upset if it weren't
0: right. So that one is minus one hundred sixty-seven, which isn't even a huge favorite. No, it's put in one hundred sixty-seven to win a hundred dollars. But Parasite plus one eighty, okay. and then the one that people thought for the longest that I was going to win was Marriage Story. Yeah, and it feels like it has a chance of that being the other award it gets, and that's plus six hundred fifty. Really? Bet a hundred, get six fifty. Huh,
1: what's Knives Out?
0: <laughs> plus twenty five hundred.
1: Well, (laughs) all right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's worth that 10 bucks throwing in on that. Um, And I was trying to think there was uh, one other that I wanted to call out for this one, which was, oh, uh, best adapted screenplay. I feel like that one does not feel set yet either. Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, Two Popes, Irishman, Joker. Um,
1: I think Little Women is the favorite. Little
0: Women's the favorite, minus Mm -hmm. 222. I feel like on the off chance that Irishman is going to win anything. It might be that. Okay. And that's plus 225. Ooh. And so there's the uh, stealing this from uh, a different podcast, the big picture, but the idea of the Adam Sandler Uncut Gems parlay. Yeah. Like what's the three that you put together? <laughs> and I'm just saying, man, if you just like, if you, you always do a parlay, if so. you bet on like Joker to win, yeah, yeah. plus <laughs> you could find a couple of these, put them together. And that's going to be like, you know, your Garnett, garnet points and rebounds. Yes, Celtics yes, opening yes, tips, yes. Celtics to win. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on the Oscars that we haven't hit yet? Um,
1: did you yeah I I, I do you think there'll be any who do you think has the best bit?
0: The best bit. Yeah. Oh god, do you mean like a like a viral bit that comes out like of this? either
1: within a speech or in a presentation like something that that makes the show f- f- worth watching for I don't
0: think the show will be that worth yeah. watching. I think the people are going to be talking about Brad Pitt. Yeah. and whatever his speech is. Sure. And Joaquin Phoenix. I think it's going to be those. Yeah. I think those two dudes have been the most talked about. And yeah, I yeah. I just, I don't see who is actually going to win that mm. could take that from them. But boy, I would love for something to be surprising. I would love, like, yeah. give me Saoirse in winning. Yeah. Oh my God, put her up there. <laughs> have her, oh, like, that would be incredible. I also think that there's a chance that if Greta Gerwig wins that her speech She's a really gifted writer. Yeah, she has an incredible perspective into this industry. Yeah. I would love to see her speech. And mm-hmm. honestly, uh, if you can find any of the podcasts where she's talking about Little Women, she's everywhere right now—or kind of was last mm-hmm. month. Every single one of them is great. Yeah. Um. So I'd love to hear from her. What about you? Anyone? Anything you're thinking?
1: Um. You know. Uh. Yeah. I. I would love to see that speech. I. I. I don't know. <laughs> um. Always curious about like yeah what what Joaquin Phoenix is going to do I do think I you know as as a vegan <laughs> um it's cool what he's doing he's you know doing a lot and maybe maybe too much
0: um I think it's awesome
1: but it's it's yeah
0: uh I was really happy when I watched the SAG awards I was watching with a bunch of friends uh-huh. and I said Watch out, guys. He's going to win. And two things are going to happen. He's going to put his award down. He's going to put his hands through his hair. Yeah, and wow. boy, I, I, w- I wish I could have live bet that because I would have made all the money. All the money. <laughs> the first thing he did, down yeah. here. where
1: can people bet do they have to go to vegas uh
0: vegas actually it's harder to do uh um, like a non-sporting events that are uh american Mm -hmm. but if you just google it i promise you that some websites will come up and some of them are like those daily fantasy sites no way swear to god uh so i don't know i'm probably gonna like put in a hundred dollars and see if i can make some a little bit of money because that just seems fun uh and also on the off chance that joker wins i'd like to be able to like Go out to dinner because of it or something.
1: Yeah, get something good out of it. Yeah,
0: and then I would pay whatever I'd bet on it for it not to win. Right. So (laughs) I feel like that just seems like a smart move. Cool. Uh, Lindsay Chambers, thank you so much for stopping by Industry Town. We'll have you back uh, later in the year. Talk more pop culture. Until then, bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you to Lindsay. Thank you to our sponsors, John Rosenfeld Studios and Horrible Haikus. Don't forget to get your Oscar ballots in for the contest. Send those to industrytownpodcast at gmail.com before next Sunday's award show. And we're going to be back next week with an all-new episode, so stay tuned. Until then.